Looking at our world from a theological perspective, this is the Theology Central Podcast, making Theology Central. Good afternoon, everyone. It is Monday, August the 15th, 2022. It is currently 2.13 p.m. Central Time, and I'm coming to you live from Abilene, Texas. Well, I'm currently holding in my hands a Bible. Now, I know there's nothing unusual about me holding a Bible. There's nothing unusual with you holding a Bible in your hands. But as I'm holding the Bible, looking at it, touching it, opening it, as I'm looking at it, I'm, I, I have a question in my mind that I've been asking myself now for a couple of hours this morning. And I'm not only asking this question of myself, I'm asking, asking this question of you. I'm asking this question of my church. I'm asking this question of your church. I'm asking this question of all churches everywhere in the United States of America and every other country. I'm asking this question of every single person who professes faith in Jesus Christ. And the question is this, do we truly, 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 truly value the word of God? Do we truly desire it? Do we truly love it? Do we truly cherish it? Do we truly value the Word of God in any meaningful way? I know we value the Word of God in our words, right? We know what to say. Oh, it's the infallible, inspired Word of God. It is perfect. It is sharper than any two-edged sword. We know all the words to say. We can, we can use such exalted language talking about how great the Bible is, but I'm not talking about us using our, our church language, okay? We've got that down, right? You become a Christian, you're like, here are the words you're supposed to use. We practice for a few minutes, and they're like, okay, does this sound okay? And everybody's like, yeah, thumbs up. You, you've got it. You know how to speak our language. It's like we learn the language, we say the words, but sometimes there's something missing. We've got the words, but there's no reality Behind those words, do you truly value the word of God? Does your church truly value, love, cherish, desire the word of God? Let, let's ask it a different way. Do I, do you, do your church, do Christians, do we truly see the Bible as the greatest treasure ever discovered by man? Do we see this as the greatest treasure ever? We treasure the word of God above everything else. We, we may not be able to have certain things. We may not be able to experience certain things. We may, the, the, life can happen and take things away from us or, or situations can be that we can't have something that we want. And, and, and so many times we find ourselves discouraged. We find ourselves depressed. We find ourselves frustrated. But I, I wonder if we truly treasure the the word of God above everything else, shouldn't the word of God, if it's the greatest treasure, we find our contentment, our happiness and joy right here in this thing that I'm holding in my hands, the word of God. If everything else was taken from you and all you had was your basic necessities met, right? Food and shelter, right? Just the, I mean, bare minimum, but you had the word of God. You had a notebook, you had a pencil, would you just be able to spend hour after hour reading and feeding upon God's word to, in, in a way that you would be content, that you would have happiness, you would have joy? 
Or would you start worrying and complaining and, and, and longing for all the other things you do not have? Do we truly treasure the word of God? Is the word of God the great treasure of the church? Is the word of God the great treasure in the life of many believers? I believe the reality is this, that the Bible has become the greatest missed fortune ever. That, that the Bible is this great fortune, this great treasure, and we've missed the fortune. We've missed the treasure and we've missed it. Not because we can't find it because it's everywhere. I mean, the, the, you can access a Bible anywhere, anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can read it. You can have it read to you. You can listen to it in a dramatized form. The Bible is everywhere, but for some weird reason, it's like we, it's like either we can't see the treasure that's contained in it and we just kind of walk past it. And, and even in the church, if we're going to cancel something, it's always the preaching of God's word because it's like we don't, we treasure the fellowship, the picnic, the hayride, whatever, whatever activity we're going to do. We treasure everything else other than the word of God. And I'm not speaking of this like I'm standing condemning everyone else. I'm right there with you. There's so many other things that there's the word of God. And I'm like, oh, but, but, but what about that? What about that? And it's, I miss it. It's the great missed fortune. It's the greatest missed treasure. Do you agree with me or do you disagree with me? Well, uh, before we, I'm going to, we're going to look at some scriptures in a few minutes. But before we do that, I think I, I want to explain to you why I'm asking all of these questions this afternoon. If I said morning, I apologize. This afternoon, why I'm asking all of these questions. I'm asking all of these questions this afternoon because this morning something happened. It's not that that unique, but because it happens to me almost every single day. Typically when I wake up, the first thing I do, I reach over, grab my iPad, and I hit play on some podcast because I listen to so many. And I have a tendency that no matter what I'm listening to, no matter what I'm watching, listening to, I there's typically I look at it and think about it and analyze it from somewhat of a spiritual or theological perspective. Obviously, theology has been basically you know, the, the, my, my entire adult life, I mean, really going back to a teenager to this very moment, I've dedicated my life to theology, theology, the, all of my degrees are in some form of theological studies. It, it, it's, you know, I've got bachelors, masters, associates in religious education, biblical studies, theological studies, what well, all the different schools that I've went to. Theology has been really the, the subject that I have dedicated so much of my life to. So I have a tendency to look at everything from a theological perspective. And hopefully that would make sense considering I'm the host of a podcast called Theology Central, where we attempt to make theology central to every area of life. So I listened to a podcast this morning. It was at the very end of a podcast, and they had a kind of a little brief kind of, I guess, information about a new podcast. So I'm listening to a podcast, and at the end of their podcast, they give information about a different podcast. But as they started talking about this different podcast, I was like, whoa, do we, do we desire the Bible like that? Do we, do we value the word of God like that? Do we treasure, do we see it as the greatest treasure or has it become the greatest missed fortune? 
We're going to go to the audio of what I heard this morning, and it's all going to make a little bit of sense. Here we go. In 2010, a retired art dealer hid a chest filled with roughly a million dollars worth of gold and jewels somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. And the only clue that he left behind was a cryptic poem. Since then, thousands of people have gone looking for this treasure. Stop right here. Someone hides a treasure. Gold in the Rocky Mountains. He leaves a poem so so that people can try to figure it out. It's cryptic and they've got to find it. Well, let me tell you right here in my hands is the word of God. And what is contained in it is far more valuable than all the gold of the world. But do we pursue it? Do we desire it? Do we go looking for it? Or do we just walk right past it? Like looking for a treasure. We're, I think everyone's looking for a treasure. We're looking for that which will bring us happiness, that which will bring us contentment, that which will bring us satisfaction. I think we're looking, but do we keep missing the treasure? And in our case, it's not hid somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. In our case, it doesn't require to interpret a cryptic poem so that we can figure it's right here. It's there. It's the word of God. But we're like, oh, no, where's the treasure? And so we're off in the Rocky Mountains somewhere pursuing, looking for, hey, do you have the cryptic poem? Okay, okay. What does that mean? I don't know. And we're stumbling around trying to find the treasure when we've got it. I'm going to back that up just a little bit. I'm going to back that up because I want you to hear this because it's just as soon as I heard those first few words, I immediately was like, wow, this, this is this is such a a picture of some spiritual realities and it really got me thinking all right so here we go hid a chest filled with roughly a million dollars worth of gold and jewels somewhere in the rocky mountains and the only clue that he left behind was a cryptic poem since then thousands of people have gone looking for this treasure at least 5 people have died in the search A new podcast from Apple TV Plus called Missed Fortune tells the story of this epic hunt for riches. We talked to the host, Peter Frick Wright. I want you to hear that. Thousands of people have looked for it. Five people have died trying to find it. Now, this is the the name of the podcast is Missed Fortune. It's not on all the podcast apps, but you should be able to find it on most. Missed, M I S S E D, Missed Fortune. In fact, let me find it. I'm going to make sure because I, I found it on Pocket Cast because I was like, I've got to find I've got to find this podcast. I got to find it. Um, see here. Make sure I've got it here. It's missed. Yeah. Missed Fortune. M-I-S-S-E-D. Missed Fortune. It's an Apple original, uh, but you can find it. I, like I'm looking at the uh, the podcast on the Pocket Cast app. I couldn't find it. I don't think it was on Podbean. I I I I, I, th- I didn't look on all of them, but I found it. So far, there's only been three episodes. There's only been three episodes, and well, I mean you. Yeah, 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 you gotta, you gotta go check out the Missed Fortune podcast. But I just want you to hear, he hid a treasure. Thousands of people looked for it. Five people died. And we, supposedly, the Bible, well, it's the word of God. We, we act like it's the greatest treasure, but we can't take five, five people died looking for a physical treasure. And we have a hard enough time dedicating five minutes of our day to any kind of meaningful Bible study. 
It's hard enough to get people to do anything with actually engaging and studying the Bible because you know what? They're off in the Rocky Mountains searching for some other kind of treasure because they missed, they missed the treasure right there in their hands. Let's listen to this. A lot of treasure hunters had some kind of major disappointment in their life. This treasure was their plan for overcoming that or, or, you know, changing the narrative of their entire story. Other people are just sort of bowled over by the romance of it. You know, they always loved pirate stories. This is kind of a dream come true that someone gave them the opportunity to actually go out looking for a million-ish dollars worth of actual gold. Frickwright follows the story of one treasure hunter, a former cop named Daryl Seiler. He dedicated years of his life to the chase. And along the way, Seiler had some pretty close calls. He got arrested. He was nearly swept away by a river in Yellowstone. He lost his job, his apartment. He ended up on friends' couches. But none of that discouraged him. See the cost? All of that to find a treasure. To find a treasure. And we as believers, we... we it's hard enough to get people to come. Hey, we have church on Sunday night. Nope, not coming back. Okay, We have church on Wednesday. Nope, nope, not coming. Hey, we're doing a Bible study exercise. Does anyone care about the Bible? Does anyone treasure it? No, 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 no. We, we, we show that it's a missed fortune. We miss it. We walk by it because we are enamored with other treasures. We value other treasures more than we do the word of God. I'm telling you, as I heard this this morning, my mind was just, boom, exploding with all kinds of different ideas. And I'm like, I've got to talk about this. I've got to talk about this. It it took me till this afternoon to get a chance to do so. But I want you to really think about this. We're going to play a little bit more of this because I want you to hear. And then we're going to play the trailer for the Missed Fortune podcast. Because, yes, I like letting you know other things that are going on in the world of podcasting. But I just think that this becomes a very kind of almost a powerful allegory of what the Christian life should look like, that us as believers are committed to the word of God and we perceive in it that it contains the greatest treasure ever and that we do everything we can to take it, to understand it, to cherish it, and to get every piece of it. But so many times we fall short. And that's because Frick Wright says, once you start treasure hunting, it's hard to stop. Maybe the feeling would be like after you've read the lottery numbers and seen that they match your ticket and you just have to turn it in. Like that's kind of the buzz that he got every time he went treasure hunting. And that's an addictive, addictive feeling. I mean, it was amazing as I kept following Daryl and learned more about his story. I mean, it was an addiction narrative in a lot of ways. The hunt and its unintended consequences caused a lot of people to re-examine what the person who hid this treasure set into motion. If you're interested in hearing more, check out Missed Fortune on the podcast app. And you can find all the stories that we talked about and more in the Apple News app. I'll talk with you again tomorrow. Okay, now that was the Apple News Today podcast, which drops every morning, and they give you just a lot of different news. So I, and it's only, you know, it's only about 10 minutes long. So I always check that out first thing in the morning because it's good. But today I was like, I was given a treasure. I was given this information about a podcast called Missed Fortune and immediately made me think about how we miss the treasure of God's word. But let's go to the trailer 
for the podcast. Let's go for the uh, the trailer uh, because I want you to hear more about the podcast because I think it's a fascinating concept, but I think there's lots of spiritual uh, lessons to be learned. Let's listen to the trailer. Can you talk about how how you came up with the idea for the hunt? Yeah. I, uh, in 1988, I developed a cancer. And my doctor told me that I had a 20% chance of living three years. So I told myself, well, you know, who who is Forrest Fenn? So I started, I got the idea that I'm going to hide a treasure. The Forrest Fenn treasure hunt sounds made up. Forrest Fenn is an 87-year-old former fighter pilot who made his fortune selling art and antiques. He says that in 2010, he hid a treasure chest somewhere in the Rocky Mountains. But it's not made up. Forrest Fenn hid a treasure, wrote a poem, and then told everyone if you could solve the clues in the poem, it was finders keepers. There are hundreds and hundreds of gold nuggets. Two of them are so large, are larger than a hen's egg. Treasure hunts are usually the stuff of fairy tales and bedtime stories. Then I, after all that, I started putting rubies and diamonds and emeralds and sapphires. And But for a guy named Daryl Seiler, this hunt started taking everything he would give it. I would leave on a Friday right after work, and um, I'd be getting back without any sleep on Monday morning and, and getting to work just in time. For Daryl, for a lot of people, a treasure hidden in the wilderness with clues leading to it is a recipe for obsession. You're hiding it from the people that care about you. You're having to decoy it. You're having to lie about it. It consumes you when you're asleep, when you're awake. There's guilt. There's happiness. There's loathes. Forrest Fenn says all he wanted from this treasure hunt was to get people outside for some good old family fun. But that's just not what happened. I've been a good guy all my life. Never been in jail. Never been in trouble. And here I am, squished in the back of a police car um, because of this treasure hunt. You know, this thing went from, I think, universally looked at as a sort of lark to, oh, no, this could be actually a real problem. This could be a danger to the public. Maybe this needs to be stopped. He was very much a puppet master, and we were all pawns. Forrest Fenn was a... uh, legally uncontrollable agent of destruction. State Police Chief Pete Cassetta says calling on Forrest Fenn to end his treasure hunt before someone else dies looking for it. Are you still recording? Yeah. Turn it off then. Okay. It turns out the real question at the heart of a treasure hunt isn't where it is, what it's worth, but what it'll cost you. Okay, gun. Get enough recording of pain. <laughs> I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for that first uh, moment of feeling better. Yeah, it'll come. I'll make it come. I'm not leaving here without my treasure. This is Missed Fortune, an Apple original podcast produced by High Five Content in association with 30 Minutes West and Outside Magazine on Apple Podcasts. I don't know about you. I get chill. I have chills all over my body listening to that because that's such a 
beautiful, powerful picture, right? We, we either miss the treasure, miss the fortune of God's word. This should be the treasure we are pursuing. This is the treasure that should keep us up all night. This is the treasure that, wait, I'm going to get to hear the word of God preach. I don't care if I don't have sleep. I don't care if I'm tired. I'm going to go to church because I want to hear the word of God preach. I want to hear the word of God taught. This should be what we are pursuing. But no, 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 no. We start pursuing these other treasures, these other treasures. And there may be as a rush because these pursuing these other treasures may bring more fleshly pleasure, more fleshly desire. And we try to get these other treasures, but you know what they always end with? It ends in pain, suffering, and death because the things of this world will leave you broken and empty. Oh, oh, the pursuit of it may give you the greatest rush you've ever experienced flat and from a fleshly perspective, but at the end, you're going to be left with pain, suffering, and death. The minute we abandon the treasure of God's word for a different treasure, it's going to end horribly. It's going to end, take my word for it, it's going to end in a bad way. And I don't say this because I've got it all figured out. I say this because of my own struggles and failures in my own life. I'm not sitting here like I've got it figured out. I just know that the Bible is the greatest treasure. I know the Bible is the fortune that everyone keeps missing because we are pursuing these other treasures. And as you listen to that Missed Fortune podcast trailer, you hear the suffering that other people encounter. They gave up everything, lost their job, their family, every, to try to find a, a treasure. We're, the world, everyone's running around trying to find the treasure that was going to bring them joy or happiness, and they're always left with there's got to be something else. There's got to be something more. And in many cases, the treasure that they're looking for sitting on their bookshelf, maybe it's in the floorboard of their back seat. It's the word of God. Let, let's consider some scriptures. Now, the first one, this one depends on the translation you use. But I think you can get the idea. First, I'll read it from the King James. Thy word... Have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee? Now, uh, this is the idea of hiding God's word in your heart, hiding it. Well, what do we do with the tre treasures tend to be hidden? Well, we, in a sense, we treasure God's word so much that we hide it in our hearts. We bury that treasure deep inside of us. Some translations actually use the word treasure. Psalm 119.11 in this Bible that I'm using, I have treasured your word in my heart so that I might not sin against thee. It's, it's, we've, we treasure it. Do you truly treasure God's word? Do you see it as the treasure that you want to, you're going to find it and you're going to go hide it inside of yourself because you see the value. It's not just a treasure. You're going to, you're going to dig up and go, oh, that's interesting. And then walk away and leave it. It's not like when some people fish and they pull out the fish and take a, a selfie with the fish and go, everybody see it. And they throw it back in. No, no, no. This is a treasure that you take home and you bury it inside of your heart. Psalm 119, uh, Psalm 19.10. I was going to say Psalm 119.10, but no, it's Psalm 19.10. We sing this at our church. 
Psalm 19:10. We sing uh, most of this psalm. We sing of uh, we sing verse seven, verse eight, verse nine, and verse ten. Basically, how we sing it: we sing verse seven, then we then we sing verse ten. We sing verse eight, then we sing verse ten. We sing verse nine, then we sing verse ten. Because this is just, I mean, these words are so powerful. But here's how our attitude should be towards the Word of God: the Word of God should be more. It's more to be desired than gold, yea, than much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. Do we truly desire the word of God more than gold? We sing it at our church. I don't know if anyone, including me, actually has ever, I, 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 I know I haven't. I've, I don't think I can say I've ever truly desired the word of God more than gold. Now, I, I could probably try to convince myself that somehow I have, but I don't know. It is the word of, I mean, gold, being rich. Just think of all the things I could have. Now, maybe in some ways I've shown that I have desired the word of God above gold and silver because instead of pursuing an earthly career to make more money, I simply used my earthly career so I could go to school so I could learn more about God's word. So, so maybe I did demonstrate it in some way, but I'm just telling you, I know in my heart, oh, there's always things I desire and that gets in the way. And I pursue that treasure sometimes far more than I'm pursuing the treasure of God's word. Let's go to Psalm chapter 12, verse 6. Psalm chapter 12, verse 6. If you hear me delaying there, it's because I can't read my own handwriting. Psalm chapter 12, verse 6. Psalm chapter 12, verse 6. Psalm chapter 12, verse 6. We read these words. Psalm chapter 12, verse 6. The words of the Lord, God's word, we have it right here. The words of the Lord are pure words. As silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. It is the pure treasure. It is, it is pure. It is without any corruption. That is what you should pursue. All the earthly treasures, corruption, they, 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 they will, they're going to they're gonna destroy you. It's going to destroy you. But sometimes what we have, we're just like Eve. You can have all the trees of the garden. You can have fellowship with your creator. You can't have that. I want that tree. Uh, no, no, you can have all the, no, no, I want that tree. No, you can have all the, no, I want that tree. And here we have the word of God, the, the, the greatest treasure. And we're like, no, I want that treasure. I, I want that. Tre- I want that. I want only that can make me happy. The church is guilty of it. We're all guilty of it. It becomes the missed fortune. How about, Psalm 119, 72. Psalm 119, verse 72. Psalm 119, verse 72. The law of thy mouth is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. Now, I want you to be honest. Let's say you're listening to the Missed Fortune podcast and you learn all about this treasure. And let's just say you figure out where the treasure is. Like you, you know, without no question, no doubt, the treasure. I have a feeling that at that moment, you going and finding that treasure would take precedent over everything in your life. It would become more important to you than the word of God. And, and I, I think it would be, I, I think if we're even a remotely honest we would have to say, true. So the law of God would not be better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. We would, we would do whatever we, if we thought we knew where it was, was, we would do whatever we had to get it. 
but we don't show that same commitment to getting everything we can from God's word. Christians don't read it. They don't study it. They don't memorize it. They don't meditate on it. We don't, we, we do what we want to do. And then maybe we'll make a little time for God's word. That's not that it's better to, to, that the law of God's word, the, the law of, of the, uh, the law of thy mouth or the word of God is better unto me than thousands of gold and silver. I just don't think that that's really true of, of the church or in most Christians. Psalm 119, 127. Psalm 119, verse 127. Therefore, I love thy commandments above gold, yea, above fine gold. Do you truly love God's commandments above gold and fine gold? If you had to choose between a treasure chest with well over a million dollars of gold, silver, rubies, and precious jewels, or your Bible, I think many would get rid of our Bible within a second. Now, I know what you say. Well, I'll just get another one. I'm just saying that... Like when it push comes to shove, the reality is there's so many other things we desire more, love more, and pursue more, which demonstrates the sinfulness of our own nature. How about Proverbs eight eleven? How about Proverbs eight eleven? Proverbs eight eleven. Receive my instruction and not silver. And knowledge rather than gold. Do you desire the instruction and knowledge that comes from God's word more than silver and gold? For wisdom, the wisdom that comes from God, which is contained right here in its the pages of God's word, is better than rubies and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Nothing should compare to the word of God. But in some ways, nothing does compare to the word of God because sadly, we desire everything else over God's word. You know it. I know it. And it's something that we must be confronted with. So let me ask you, has the Bible become, for many Christians, the greatest missed fortune, the greatest missed treasure? And if it has, what can we do to actually value and treasure the word of God above all else. I'll stop right there. Again, the name of that podcast that I'm using kind of as a spiritual analogy is called Missed Fortune, M-I-S-S-E-D, Fortune. I know it's available on the Apple Podcast app, obviously, uh, but you should be able to find it wherever you get your podcast. If for some reason you use Podbean, I did not see it there. I, again, I, I would I always recommend downloading Pocket Cast. I think everyone should use Pocket Cast. That's that's just my go to podcast app. Now I use the Edify Christian Podcast app. Obviously, Misfortune won't be on the Edify Christian Podcast app, but um, I would for all my normal podcast listening, Pocket Cast is my go to one. I just I love how how fast it constantly gets new. Uh, episodes. It does so quickly. Um, and so, but you can find it there. If you cannot find it, email me newsif at yahoo.com newsif at yahoo.com. I'll do everything I can to help you find it. If you want to listen to it, even if you don't, it still has served its purpose for me as a spiritual analogy, a spiritual lesson. You're pursuing treasure, whether you like it or not, you're pursuing treasure. You're looking for that buried treasure. And it's either you're looking inside the word of God or you're looking everywhere else. You're looking in relationships. You're looking in your job. You're looking in planning for your future. 
You're looking to your retirement. You're looking to to relationships. You're looking to everything else. And I'm telling you, you're going to be left with pain, loss, discontentment, a lack of joy, depression, and death. There you go. You can email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be, do, we'll be bringing you more live broadcast in the next few minutes. Thanks for listening. God bless.